Hello everyone, welcome to the final episode of this year's Sports Spotlight Podcast. On this episode, Gary and I go over a year, the year in sports at Sac State during a time where there was actually no sports. Take a listen. Uh, uh, so Gary, so this has been a, a real wild time in, in Sac State athletics, probably athletics throughout. There's been so many things that have popped up just during this time alone. Just going back, if we let's rewind the clock. Let's go back to last spring where we got the word, you know, the coronavirus breakout. Um, but the the Big Sky Basketball Conference got canceled. Bunch of spring athletes lost out on their season. When you look back at it, what do you think? I mean, it's going to be a big point in history in sports from professional sports, college sports, and just sports in general, having the whole sports world just stop due to a virus. At the moment right now, looking back at it, we came from having full football stands full of fans to now the team not even be able to play the next year. I mean, looking back at it, there's a lot of changes that have been made, and hopefully there can be some positive changes made after that to keep more students healthy and things of that nature. So we were able to write about it, Jason. It was funny, you know, coming into this semester, and there was a lot of things that actually happened. Arguably the biggest story in sports at, at Sac State this year. That's football getting canceled. I think like all of us, we were we were shocked that when we saw the football uh, football season be done. We thought they were the the fall season was canceled. They were supposed to uh, play in spring, but due to the coronavirus, you know everything got moved back. So when we got that update that the football season is going to be canceled, for one, I was shocked, and my head just started turning. Okay, wh- why why is it they to me they acted at the time they acted real real aggressive aggressively that I thought they would fight to you know to extend the to keep the season because in terms of money making football makes the most money this is where they get all their revenue in terms of for the athletic department so when you first heard that uh, football was getting canceled what came to your mind I mean personally I'm not gonna lie the first thing that came to my mind was like what are player situations gonna be? You know, like other than like me doing, me being sad about not being able to do like broadcasting for the games, play by play in color. But other than that, first thing I really thought was like, what are players who are seniors? What are they gonna be their thoughts and uh, what's their future like? What are players who are wanting to transfer here, incoming freshmen next year? Like, what does this do on the actual team itself in terms of? positioning and stuff like that and then the next thing came to my mind is like you said is this decision a money-based decision or is this decision actually a health concern and I think uh one of the quotes I always hear from my one of the great commenters on tv Shannon Sharp two things can be true yes the school and the athletic department cared about their students health and their family's health and wanted to put them in the best predicament but at the same time I think it's also true that this was a money decision in terms of they would probably make more money if they were going to play two seasons like they do usually next year instead of trying to fit one this year and maybe not getting their second season back later on. And just also trying to get 
opponents to play against them is also going to be a hard for decision for them too. Like we're kind of seeing Basel right now trying to scrap together some um, opponents to play as well. So, I mean, this is going to have a long-term effect on the athletic department as we know. And it's going to be really interesting to see what are the next moves to be made and what players' decisions will be. But like you said, Jason, it was sad to see that we didn't get to have our football season, even though I think all in all it was for the right decision in terms of what Sacramento County is in in terms of coronavirus. But we also do see other counties and stuff playing football. So it's a uh, moral question, and it's also a, a financial question if people don't want to agree on that or not. I think two things can be true, that it uh, has a moral aspect to it, but at the same time it does have a financial aspect to it that we as the State Hornet are probably going to have to look into more and as just in general look into more to see what is really the motives behind this decision. Well, I think, you, you know, we come, when we looked at the state, just the analytical overview of the team coming in, right? Uh, Thompson last year transferred to Washington. So they were going to lose, they lost their star quarterback. And so you had a bunch of unknowns coming into the season where you had Jake Dunaway, return, uh, uh, someone who played quarterback last year and won a couple of games while um, Kevin Thompson was hurt. And then you had a big star of the from, from Folsom, a Boise State tra- a Nevada transfer, actually, excuse me, and, and Caden Bennett come in. And it was going to create a quarterback uh, controversy pretty much. And so you kind of saw Sac State where it looked like it was going to be back. But to cancel the season, be the first, actually, one of the first FBS teams to cancel the season, it it kind of, it, it sounds like money to me. Because you could argue that this was going to be one of the top teams in the Big Sky Conference coming up. Yeah, that's true. That is one, that it was going to be one of the biggest Big Sky Conference championships to come up right now. So, I mean, we're the defending champions in the Big Sky. So, I mean, that's the sad part to see that we couldn't be able to go defend our crown right off the bat. But there's some things that are going to be foreseen in the future. I just hope the football team, you know, is able to keep working out and keep getting better to be on the path of greatness for next year. After football and everything, a lot of other sports, they were preparing to come back. Basketball just started up th- these past couple of weeks. You have um, volleyball that's going to be starting up soon. Um, both soccer's boys and girls will be starting in January. So a lot of sports are going to be starting up at Sac State very, very soon. You were, you were just recently at a game. What was that experience like without the fans? I was at a men's basketball game this past weekend, and they got a W in that game, thankfully. And, I mean, it was felt, but at the same time, I'm also in a different predicament because I'm a uh, photographer for that day. So I'm not really paying attention if even if there was fans or not. But you could feel the energy in the building not being there, so you can feel that the actual teams, like you see in other sports, are actually trying to build energy. I mean, you could see Sac State's bench being very loud and cheering on their teammates and uh, really talking a lot of mess to other team, you know, trying to get in their head. So, like, that was really cool interesting to see as a, a sports fan to see that all the things you could hear from the coaches and everything like that. So, I mean, 
it does probably play a role, I'm assuming, in players' mind because I'm not a player, so I wouldn't know how much it affects their game. But I would because I know I've heard past players say that they feed off the energy of the crowd and they uh, react off the energy of the crowd, and some players don't. So it all depends what your engine and how does it get started. So, I mean, I think every player on that court had to figure out what helps them turn their engine on to make them play great. So that is something that's weird and that's something that's really going to affect the athletic athletics period because fans is what makes this game great. Fans is what makes this game pumped up to the next level to have excitement, to have just energy in the building. So that's a big component that's missing, but like the players are going to have to play to do what they need to do to represent Sac State and keep getting wins and games. So I think they're going to do what they need to do to to win these games, but that's obviously a big loss on both ends in terms of the actual game itself and actual the back end. The truth of it is that it's losing a lot of money. I mean, they don't make so much money on the actual attendance of the games, but that's also going to play a role in some sort of way. So attending a game with no fans feels really weird. <laughs> Looking back at it now, I really didn't think about it until you asked me. It looks really weird, but at the same time, they got to do what they got to do during these times, and I think everyone's just adjusting to make the best situation possible. Yeah, one of the, those things that they got to they gotta do is, in terms of is getting tested, I believe it's about three times a week right now. I could be wrong about, about that number. I should have looked it up before we started this. But I believe it's around like three times a week. And so far, in terms of, uh, I believe, the two basketball teams, women's and um, and men's, there has no, there has not been a positive test to our knowledge right now. Now that that we might that might change soon, but it seems like they're doing a good job in terms of put, uh, putting out these tests. I know a game just a couple of uh, about a week ago, they were playing Idaho, and that game was delayed an hour just due to the fact that. Uh, the tests were the tests are came in late, and they had to make sure everyone's test was was okay and they were good to go. So I I see the steps of which Sac State is taking. They have an area where they could isolate players. They're doing their part. But my my question is to you: How long do you think this could last before you know one of these teams has a breakout? Like you said, I think. Uh... Talking to the players this past week and interviewing them after the game, and um, some reporters did ask them about that situation and how they are going to be able to keep the season going without getting no positive coronavirus tests. But I think everyone in the situation is doing what they need to do the best of their ability to keep themselves safe. And they're really going to have to just, when that, when that problem comes, they're going to have to deal with it. And I don't really know the answer to that question, to be honest with you, Jason. Like, if they get coronavirus throughout the whole team, I mean, games will be canceled, games will be postponed. It's going to be simple as that, as we see in the NFL. If too many players are getting tested positive, they're not going to be able to play the game because it's just not healthy for both teams to play the game. And they're just going to have to do their best to keep aware and keep themselves accountable on what situations they're putting themselves in. You know, I listen to a lot of professional basketball players, NBA players, talking about the upcoming season, and I think everyone has the same mindset that you got to be accountable on what situation you put yourself in. You know, no one's, um, uh, what do you say, like, no one's unbeatable in terms of 
not catching corona like you there's no perfect way not to catch coronavirus but there are steps and things you can take that you can put in place so then you are less likely to catch coronavirus so i think that's what the players are doing because i know they want to play their season and play throughout the whole season to show what their worth is you know these players have a lot riding on these things they have other opportunities that they want to get from other schools maybe maybe even going to the g league like we have seen a couple of our players go into so and even the football other players want to be seen by other people so all these sports i feel like are going to be doing the best of their ability to keep themselves healthy so they can be able to be showcase their talent oh but when you say keep themselves healthy that even if they're doing the right thing this is something that they cannot prevent even if they do the right thing exactly. they could catch an exactly. automatically instant outbreak and so i do so we really have to break this down right where sac state they're in the big sky conference uh, it's a smaller conference compared to the other power fives with the big with the big 10 the pac 12 and and the rest of them and I, in my opinion, I believe there will become a point where uh, because we, because Sac State doesn't have that much money, their athletic department doesn't have as much money as the bigger schools. This, the virus thing is, under, we see it right, as right now, um, I believe like two days ago, um, just, I believe today, bon, uh, Sacramento County is going under a stay-at-home order. The numbers are rising, and I believe in my I believe that the team, the sports teams are going to get to a point, and Sac State's going to get to a point where they're going to say, "Is it worth it? Are are we willing to have about worst comes to worst twenty five players at one time from all the sports playing? Um, uh, that have twenty five positive cases, and." That's where the moral decision of Sac State will come in, and th- I would. That's going to be an interesting thing to see. Yeah, that's true. So, like you said, there's going to be some more aspects of this of what these schools and teams want to do, and it's going to be kind of hard to, like, you think about it. Last year they shut this down, but it was really less worse. It's actually gotten worse in terms of the numbers of coronavirus, and last year they shut it down quick. So it's gonna also look at them sideways if you guys don't if they don't shut it down this year because of the numbers, you know. So like that's gonna be something interesting. Like you said, they're gonna have to maneuver through that and see what's the best position for them possible. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, Jason. We're here in California, are about to go on a roller coaster, so we're gonna see a lot of decisions being made in terms of our health in the community. So, like you said, it's gonna be something that we're gonna have to have a push and pull effect on and at the end of the day if you made they cancel games before due to the same order they probably have to cancel games again because then they'll kind of be hypocritical in that situation i want this will be our uh our final our final topic that we'll talk about in terms of you know people being hypocritical and all that i know there's probably backlash like amongst everyone where okay athletes are still playing why are schools still letting the athletes play and regardless of what you think about it, these athletes made a decision, right? Right. The athletes chose to play. No one is forcing these athletes to play. They had the option of opting out. I think that's one. Of the, that's an important thing to to you know 
to make aware to people. These athletes want to go on because this is their livelihood. This is what they've been doing for probably the majority of their lives. This is what they're used to. And I have no problem because I'm always on the side that I believe the NCAA should be paying athletes. I would be, be a very hypocritical to be blaming the schools for letting them play when I'm on the side of, you got to let them make their own decisions. Let them go out there and do what's right for them. So these players have a right to play. There ain't no doubt about it. And if, the, if, the, if their coaches and the rest of their teammates are willing to go through it, let them play. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I mean, yeah, if they want to play, they should play. And I think all these players want to play. But also, you also got to sometimes protect, protect people from themselves and really protect them from themselves so they can protect others because when they're playing these games they're not just affecting their lives they're affecting the coaching staff that's around them they're affecting their families around them you know so I mean like you said their decision should be their own decision but but their decision also is going to affect others too because this virus does not just affect one person it affects everyone around you so that's something that they're going to have to think of and sometimes like you said like I think we came with this question when this pandemic first started, you know, what's more important, health or sports? And I think health's going to win nine times out of ten on that one. And I think it's going to keep winning in this situation because at the end of the day, yeah, sports are important. You're talking to a sports dude who loves sports, but people's health are more important. So if the health officials of our area believe that it's not smart for people to play sports, then I'm going to be riding with them on that side. You know, that makes logical sense, right? Everything you said was logical right there. But in terms of we, us as the, as the viewer and the consumer of the sports, that's not our decision to make. Like I said, if these coaches, they, the coaches also had the opportunity to opt out of the season and be away from everything. All these players are willing to go through it. They're willing to risk the circumstances of it. Regardless of good or bad, that's their decision to make and not ours. If you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I mean, I'm just still on the fact that, like you said, I want sports, and I bet you they want sports too. You know, the coaching staff. Why wouldn't they want to stick with the players or the players want to play? You know, like there's some examples of the NBA like that. But the difference from that and this is, those players are getting paid millions to, to provide to millions and provide to their families and you know and these players aren't getting paid to provide for really nobody other than like the school so I mean they're gonna have to just be smart with things at the end of the day and I feel like canceling it sometimes might be the best idea even though it might not make everyone happy I, I totally I, I totally get what you're saying I disagree with some of the points but it, it's just interesting. We're just going to have to see what happens. Exactly. And so, yeah, that's going to be it for us this semester. Well, before we end it, I wanted to say thank you to Jason. This is going to be Jason's last semester, and we want to shout out him out for all his hard work on the State Hornet and especially on this podcast. If anyone who's been listening, Jason has done a majority of the work in terms of trying to find context for our show, and he's the first host on this show who allowed me to come on this show so i do want to put a big shout out to my man jason 
for letting me come on the show. I appreciate you, man, and you're going to keep doing great things. So shout out to the Sports Spotlight man who started this whole podcast. Oh, you expect me to get mushy after that and all that? Yeah. <laughs> but then, that's but, a little but thank you. But in all seriousness, thank you, and I enjoyed the ride. Yes, sir. Peace.